0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Nearly Christmas, but the news doesn't get... Any lighter. Nothing like a December whip through our government's world first plan to make Google and Facebook pay for news content. We're talking about the news, media, and digital platforms mandatory bargaining code. It's a bit of a mouthful, which is why in this episode we'll set the scene for how we got to this point, the problem news organisations have with big tech platforms, the counter argument from Facebook and Google, and what the code will do to address each party's issues. Squish Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. At the heart of this issue, Claire, is a question of balance and fairness. On one side is Australian news media businesses, on the other are Google and Facebook. When we talk about what the beef our media organisations have with these big tech platforms, we're talking about the likes of News Corp, Nine and even local newspapers. To understand this, you have to understand how much the news landscape has changed. And it all comes back to the rise and the rise and the rise of the internet. Yeah, gone are the days
1: where Australians turned on the TV for free-to-air channels and pay TV. They switched on their radio to hear a news update on the hour or bought a newspaper. As their way of keeping up with the news, the internet has changed all of that forever.
0: Some people still do do it that way, but there are so many other ways to consume news now. Podcast, for example, Claire. Oh yeah, I've heard about them. Yeah, they're good. So as the mediums have changed, so have the business models. Pre-internet, it was all about advertising
1: in their publications or broadcasts. And for newspapers, a strong marketing classified ads where people paid for notifications to sell stuff or let their community know about events and the like.
0: It sounds all pretty quaint, now, but it really wasn't all that long ago. All of this has changed very quickly. Facebook only really became a thing, for example, in 2004, and look at the impact it has had on our lives. Yep,
1: and what that's meant is that the business model for news outlets has been smashed. Now, official analysis says that for every $100 of online advertising spend, $53 goes to Google. goes to Facebook and $19 goes to other participants.
0: Other participants being news organisations and other platforms like Amazon, Pinterest, for example. The other seismic shift, Claire, has been the way consumers like you and me read, listen and watch our news. Exactly
1: right. The stats say that more than a third of Australians read news on Facebook and Google, Mm. which commands 96% share of the online search market in Australia, is another way that people routinely find news or have it recommended to them via apps on the phone that are powered by Google.
0: Which has seen our news publishers and broadcasters bleed advertising dollars.
1: Yeah, so between 2002 and 2018, newspaper revenues fell $1.4 billion from $4.4 billion to $3 billion. And 92% of that decline was from the loss of classified ads.
0: They're big numbers and the major players have some pretty strong views about it. Let's get into that next. Claire, Facebook is worth more than US $800 billion. Google is worth US $1.2 trillion. They are two of the world's biggest companies. Meanwhile, Nine Entertainment, which owns what was Fairfax Newspapers and the TV network Channel 9, of course, is our biggest media company here in Australia. It has a valuation of $4.1 billion. So this battle for revenue could be described as a David and Goliath
1: one. There's little doubt that Facebook and Google are very similar successful businesses. We live in a capitalist system that rewards innovation and success. So there's no problem with that. Mm. The issue, though, comes from big businesses using their market power to stifle other competitors.
0: It's a question that the federal government has been considering for nearly three years now, and in April this year, it asked the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, the ACCC, to look at, and this is the official language, fundamental bargaining power imbalance between Australian news media businesses and major digital platforms. In a nutshell, the media companies can't dispute that the
1: world of advertising revenue has changed. Millions of people now digest their news via Facebook and Google and so that's where the advertisers want to be. What they can dispute though is how those platforms benefit from carrying their content free of charge Mm. and they've been lobbying for some time now for a formal mechanism that would ensure that they're paid for that content. They say that's fair because it's a key reason that people use those platforms platforms in the first place.
0: They also say that Google and Facebook have had a big impact in curating the news that we receive due to their complicated algorithms, Claire. Okay, you're pleased I'm not going to pretend to understand how
1: algorithms work, (laughs) but basically no users of those platforms have the same experience. And that's because when you search for something on Google or click on a post on your Facebook newsfeed, it works out then how to serve you more content that will get you clicking and engaging. Mm -hmm. And that's different to what I do. Uh, And that can see news
0: outlets benefit or miss out. It's largely out of their hands. And that's something that the news outlets say isn't fair. The tech giants take a different view, though. They argue they should not have to pay for news because they send traffic to the publishers for free. They also argue that news sites voluntarily post their content to these platforms and fully participate in digital and social media using their tools. And in the process of working this out, the big
1: tech platforms have said look, Australia, it's all just getting a bit too much for us. Facebook says that it could drop all local, national and international news from its Australian platform uh, if the code becomes law. And Google says that if plans
0: are afoot to make them pay, it could damage their services too. Those are big threats, but so far they haven't deterred our government. Just this week, they've outlined a plan that would see Australian news outlets paid for the inclusion of news on these services. We'll go through that now. Touted as a world first, the Morrison government's plan, which is officially called the news media and digital platforms mandatory bargaining code, is a framework for negotiations that would see news media businesses fairly paid for the content that they generate and that's then shared via Facebook and Google.
1: But first, the government would like to see negotiations happen outside of this. And what that means is that the media companies and the tech platforms would get on and make deals that suit them. The code would only be enforced if those parties need help to bargain
0: in good faith and to reach a binding agreement. So if they can't come to an agreement, there's this third party on hand who's able to determine who should be paid what. Claire, one thing that's been included is the tech companies are able to put a value on the distribution of the content as part of that negotiation. A nod to them.
1: That's right. It is a nod to Google and Facebook and their argument that they're providing a service to the media companies that's currently free of charge.
0: And on the flip side, there's also a nod to the news outlets with a concession on those algorithm changes. What the government's announced is a process of 14 days advance
1: notice of algorithm changes that impact news media businesses. That's where the process starts. That legislation has been introduced into the federal parliament and there will be rounds of inquiry, consultation and debate. Where it lands ultimately, it's too hard to say right now, but both sides of this are coming at it with different views of fairness.
0: Yeah, what's fair to you might not be fair to me, for
1: example. And it's a new process, so there's an expectation that some of this might take some time to work out. Purists say that governments are never best placed to intervene in commercial negotiations and markets, but this is considered to be a failure in the market, so they can have a role if required.
0: And this isn't the first code of conduct that's been set up to address issues of market power imbalance. A notable recent one is the Food and Grocery Code that was set up as a safety net for suppliers in their negotiations with the big supermarket chains.
1: Yeah, and there's others that include dairy, franchising and electricity markets. They're markets that have been identified that securing a good outcome for the industry players and ultimately for consumers can be problematic, but it's also important.
0: But back to media businesses, what the code aims to do is ensure that news media businesses are fairly remunerated for the content they generate, which at the heart of it is about ensuring we have a strong journalism industry. It is. And
1: the news outlets need money to do journalism. And it's important that they do because as citizens, we need to be informed about things so we can vote and make good decisions about our lives and about
0: our country. And we're not the only nation looking at doing this. There are others looking at it. We're just the first to move, Claire. It makes us a bit of a test case, including for Facebook and Google. And that's our shortcut to paying for the news. On to our recommendations. Each episode of Squiz Shortcuts, we recommend some further reading, listening or watching. I just tend to recommend our own shortcuts. It's pretty self-centered, but we do have a squeeze shortcut out on Facebook that's well worth a listen in this context. It is. I'm going to recommend The Social
1: Dilemma on Netflix. Mm. I guess there's a bit of irony that I'm pointing to Netflix as a big disruptor in what is broadcasting, but it was an interesting doco. I looked at it with a bit of a grain of salt. I don't think that you need to necessarily take all of
0: it to heart, Mm. but it certainly was very interesting and very eye-opening. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great one. Link's all of those are in your episode notes thanks for tuning in to this shortcut it's the second last for the year we'll have one more out next week which will recap the big things that have happened this year and sort of get us up to scratch as to where some of those things are stand by for that of course if you have a topic you'd like us to tackle we won't be doing that over the break but we can do it in january we're looking forward to it send us an email to hello at the squeeze.com.au until next week